Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. It's the end of the week, and you know what that means. You're on Political Coffee. It means you get to call and talk about whatever politically is on your mind. Whatever political subject. Doesn't have to be what I'm talking about, but what's on your mind today? And you know what? It's really easy for you to engage in freedom. Because I give you that freedom as your benevolent dictator talk show host, he said with tongue-in-cheek. And it's just really easy. You can give me a call on the Power Buick GMC talk line. That number is 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. You can send me an email too, by the way, to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. I'm going to give you a war room report from yesterday at the Ike Box. Um, what we achieved, what is going to be going on every Wednesday as we as we engage in training to help you go change your world by testifying at the legislature or just going and talking to a legislator. If you've never done it, we had three new people in the war room yesterday. So we did some training. We went through and talked about those things. Also want to talk about, you know, this story that we talked about here in Marion County. That was Colm Willis, one of our Marion County commissioners, in his, um, well, his concern, and justifiably so, about because of a federal judge's ruling something like well over 100 people are going to be released into Marion County that are in, these are basically people that are civilly committed, have committed crimes in essence, or allegedly committed crimes, and have been held too long at the Oregon State Hospital. I have a personal story about this. A friend of mine works at one of these hospitals. And it's all about overcrowding. And my guess is there are probably some of you listening to my voice out there who know of this, have stories about it. I'll tell you the story from my friend. This has the potential to truly affect our our communities. Releasing people into our society who've been arrested for crimes and have been civilly committed because they're not right. They're not right mentally. And they need help. A federal judge has said, well, you've held them too long. You got to cut them loose. It's in essence what he's saying. Well, there's new litigation about that. It's a Willamette Week story. We'll talk about that. Epoch Times has a story about 25 states are suing the Biden administration over a 401k manager's rule, allowing 401k managers to put your money, your money in your 401k that you have managed into ESG 
funds. Now, what the heck are ESG funds? Uh, environmental score is what that stands for. We'll talk a little bit about that, too, if you want. Um, also, Gateway Pundit has a story, a number of stories here about, well, the, the breaking exclusive stories that Hunter Biden was receiving classified State Department briefings on a regular basis. And he used those classified State Department briefings to promote the family business. Oopsies, that's a problem. Then the Liberty Daily has um, a number of stories about Pfizer, Project Veritas. Maybe some of you have seen this. If you haven't, you probably ought to. It's easy to find. The CEO of Pfizer at uh, Davos was confronted with people, wouldn't say anything. But this is a Project Veritas bombshell video about Pfizer. And guess what happens? Almost immediately, Google covers it up. It's a piece by J.D. Rucker today. In its headline, Fascist Google runs cover for Pfizer after Project Veritas bombshell video. Now, yesterday, Project Veritas, well, here's their tweet. said, something odd is happening when you search for Pfizer Project Veritas. You get a Google response that says, it looks like the results below are changing quickly. Huh? The results have been fixed quite literally, J.D. Rucker writes. Most of the top listings for the phrase Pfizer Project Veritas show fact-checked websites claiming the video is unverified. Or corporate media news outlets calling the incident alleged. Others published a story, then retracted it later. In other words, they're running the Hunter Biden laptop play on this one. This is the Project Veritas one. Now, Tucker Carlson had a piece on this, so it's pretty hard for them to try to, to say, well, it never really happened. Oh, they're taking it out of context or whatever. No, Google's just running interference for them once again. Yesterday, uh, I got a, a text from Anne-Marie, and this is about um, yesterday's Senate Bill 579 hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee here in Oregon about giving inmates the right to vote while they are in prison. Today, they do not. Now, actually, Anne-Marie asked a question that I don't know the answer to that maybe one of you do. I believe you can have your voting rights restored after you have completed your sentence, not before. I believe that's correct. Now, I'll 
during the break, I'll take a quick, I just haven't had time to look at it. But if some of you know the answer to that, I'd love to have you email me. Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. One of our um, attendees yesterday is Tim, who calls here regularly. And he went over to testify because we were watching the hearing as it began. And we listened to all these advocacy groups, each one of them almost exclusively people of color trying to, and the subtext of what they were saying, even though most inmates, 12,000 inmates incarcerated in the state of Oregon, most of them are white. They're trying to make this about race. That's the subtext. Well, this member had a great idea. I'm not saying I agree with it. But his idea was to go over and to testify. I told him he should go over and, and share it with the legislature. Well, the problem is if you don't shine, sign up 30 minutes prior to the hearing, they won't let you testify. It's actually supposed to be, quote unquote, 24 hours. But the chairman, former colleague of mine in the House, who's now state senator, very much a leftist, Floyd Przanski, said, well, it needs to be 30 minutes prior. So Tim was unable to share his idea. And if he's listening, he can call in and he can share what that idea is. But this is my, my purpose in sharing that with you. This is what we hope to achieve in the war room. Again, it's every Thursday. It's going to be from eight to three in the Bay Room, which is on the ground floor at the Ike Box which is on Cottage Street, right at the end of the Capitol Mall. It's a very short walk over to the Capitol. Okay, and Tim went over there, and that's exactly what we were hoping to do. But we'll get into more of that as we go along here. Speaking of emails, Jim has been writing me emails, he, a series of emails about Biden say. <laughs> this is so much fun. By the way, it's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Or shoot me an email like Jim did to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. It's Biden say. During his Wednesday announcement, Biden said the shipment of tanks that he classified as the most capable tanks in the world were not an offensive threat to Russia. Jim says, I say BS, Barbara Streisand. This is Brandon's proxy war on Russia. Make no mistake. They're not going to wait around for the Russians to start shooting. They might not cross into Russian territory, per se, but I doubt they're going to sit around sipping vodka and admiring their new toys. Just saying. Well, you're right. And in fact, it was announced that these tanks, these 31 Abrams A1 tanks, are supposedly going to be used. One of the goals, in fact, they're showing this right now. Trey Yankst is on Fox Business about this very thing. And by the way, it's not just American A1 Abrams tanks. Now the Germans have decided, well, let's send them those Panther tanks that we said we wouldn't. Anyway, it's now been announced that Ukraine wants to use our Abrams tanks to go in and retake Crimea. Bad idea. You want to give a reason for um, Putin to launch a tactical battlefield nuclear weapon, which they have and we don't. 
That would be the reason. This is dumb beyond dumb. This is how we get into World War III. It is stupid beyond stupid. Timothy writes me an email about, well, gun rights groups in Washington state are speaking out against the Democrats who want to ban on semi-automatic rifles. This, by the way, is a Fox News story. You see, this isn't just assault weapons, okay? This is legislation, House Bill 1240, introduced by the state legislature at the request of the governor and their leftist state attorney general, Bob Ferguson. And it would prohibit the manufacture, importation, distribution, and selling of so-called assault weapons. But it also includes semi-automatic rifles, you know, like your deer rifle, like your little 22 varmint gun. It includes shotguns and handguns. You could say that this is probably an infringement. Lots going on. What's on your mind today, though? Want to hear from you? It's Freedom Friday. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails, jeff at 1220.am. Back in a moment. Come on and sing my song. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the 22 minutes past the top of the hour. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. Anything that you care about that you want to talk about, that's open for discussion today. It's really easy. You just call 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buke GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Or just shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Yeah. Folks, um, Jim also sent me a great story about the Biden administration shooting themselves in the foot. On what? Well, um, you know, they're pushing for all these electric cars, right? Let's electrify everything. You know, with wind turbines and, and all of that. Well, the Biden administration announced yesterday that it would complete a 20-year withdrawal of 225,000 acres in northern Minnesota. That's home to some of the largest domestic critical mineral reserves. Oh, yeah, they're protecting the environment. You know what this does? Well, it takes away rare minerals like cobalt, copper, nickel, 
platinum. These are vital for the production of what? Electric vehicle batteries, battery storage facilities, solar panels, wind turbines that the Biden administration is aggressively pushing. An electric vehicle requires 500% more mineral resources than a traditional gas-powered car. A single onshore wind turbine plant requires 800% more minerals than a typical fossil fuel plant, according to the International Energy Agency. Yeah. And guess who dominates the global mineral rare earth supply chain? Guess who? China. In fact, the State Department just recently uh, signed an agreement that opens the door to financing mining projects in guess where? Not in America, but in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. What? So what we're doing is we're shutting off any of our ability to actually accomplish the things that Biden wants in America. We're stopping it in America on the because of critical watersheds. But we're opening the door to mining in critical watersheds and polluting other countries. Now, in fact, a, a congressman, Representative Bruce Westerman from Arkansas, said, we cannot have a future of renewable energy without minerals, period, not to mention their necessity to our defense systems, satellites, cell phones, and virtually every other advanced technology. Let me stop for a second just say that again. It's not just car batteries and wind turbines. It's our defense systems, satellites, cell phones, and virtually every other advanced technology. He continues, while Democrats play ping pong with American industries, China and Russia are laughing straight to the bank. The administration's decision to withdraw this mineral-rich area, blatantly targeting one of our country's most promising mines, is short-sighted, foolish, and completely unscientific. Uh, yep. There you go, folks. Now, I want to remind you that Rebecca Donaldson is a real estate broker that can do some really good things for you if you're thinking about buying or selling a home. And that's because she is at the top of her game. Her and her team won best of the Willamette Valley. That means she knows what's best for you and can do things in representing you that are really important. So why don't you think about giving her a call? 503-269-0747-269-0747-RebeccasGotHouses.com. RebeccasGotHouses.com. Monday night, got to remind you, we are beginning our um, next political coffee class. We're going to hold them every other week. They're going to be on Mondays now, 6 o'clock at the Honky Tonk indoors where it's warm. There won't be loud music on karaoke's only on Tuesday nights, all right? So it'll be quiet. We can can have our meeting. I want to encourage you to join us because Mark Thielman's going to be updating us on his lawsuits and has some big news for us. So that's next Monday night at the Honky Tonk, 6 o'clock, indoors. Come and join us. Now, at the War Room yesterday, 
This is where we do training. We did some training. There were three new people in the war room. And I want to thank John McDonald, who uh, was new yesterday, because he turned us on to a great website. This actually came from Kevin Sterrett, the Oregon Firearms Federation. And it's a very simple and easy to use website for you to, and it's state by state, you can go to Oregon. You can find every legislation, every bill that's introduced, and you can do a text word search. You can find, if you don't know the bill number, you can do a text word search and find it. Now you can do this on the state's website on OLIS, but it's a lot harder. This is a really simple, um, and it's called Legiscan.com. L-E-G-I-S-C-A-N. Legiscan.com. And when we come back, I'll just mention a couple of more things about the war room and what happened yesterday and why, if you care about what's going on in the Oregon legislature, you, you probably should come and get involved. It's 6.30, back in a moment. It's free to Friday. What do you want to talk about? Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top. Now it's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. Anything that's politically oriented is on the table. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I will do my best to read them before the end of the show. That means you got to call before the end of the show. That means you got to send me an email before the end of the show. Tim and Jim, hang on. I'm going to get to you in just a moment. Like the one I got from Linda about Biden. All these boneheaded deals Biden is making with foreign countries, I believe, is all about hush money. It's too late. Cat's out of the bag about the Biden crime family. There's not enough money in the world to stop the exposure of the Bidens. I believe every dollar going to Ukraine is hush money because of all the laundering that went the Biden's way for the last three decades. Hey, uh, have you seen the forecast? We're going to be down for several days in some really cold temperatures, like in the teens and the low 20s. You know, if your heating system is not keeping up and you just aren't comfortable, why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? And before that cold snap hits, which is in a couple of days, give them a call today. They'll come out. They'll see what's going on. They'll get it fixed for you. It's one of the things, one of many things they do really well. Call them at 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Or check out all the great things they can do that make your life better on their website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. We're going to start first with Tim, who was at the war room yesterday. 
Tim, uh, they wouldn't let you testify, huh? Uh, well, they they would. I think they ran out of time. But the one thing I did get is uh, the chairman told everybody that I could submit, provide a written testimony, and get it in by this afternoon. So at least the committee heard that. So that when they get it, they'll know. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't think this issue is is over with, and I think that the next time, if they have a further hearing, a public hearing, I think that'd be a great opportunity for you to present your idea. So what is your idea, by the way? You and I talked about this at the War Room. Uh, what, what was it you were going to try to communicate to the committee? Well, I narrowed it down to two points, especially after talking to you, Jeff, because you have some real strong principles that are you apply to this. The two points is one, limit the right to vote to those who are in transition and kind of get them ready and enthusiastic about coming out and joining society and being a productive member of that. And it's a, an opportunity to just teach them. The second thing is, is make sure you have an environment where they're not vulnerable. So when you give them that right, it doesn't cause any issues for them. I did follow up on that with a friend of mine who's a corrections officer out at the big house, and he felt it would be fine. So, so I think what, the possibility is to get were, that done. What you were saying to me is, and, and, and what I thought would be an appropriate direction, I mean, if they're going to pass this bill, let's try to make it as good as we can. So what you had said to me, and, and I think is an excellent idea, let them earn it. Let them show during their time in their incarceration, for whatever reasons, that they have earned the right to vote and to begin voting as they're getting ready to transition and leave the Oregon correctional system. Well, one thing that we noticed when we were watching that, and you mentioned it here uh, earlier this morning, is that there seemed to be uh, certain groups like people of color who are really pushing it. Well, these two suggestions don't open that door. That's right, they don't. Because it's based on merit. It's based on, it doesn't matter what your skin color is, are you gonna work for it? Are you gonna keep your nose clean and not be a problem so you can get released? I think that's and, reasonable. I'm sorry. Tim, thanks for calling and thanks for being there yesterday in the war room. Uh, and I hope you get an opportunity to present that in-person testimony uh, if they have another hearing on this bill. Certainly, they, if they're, if they're going to move it, it'll come out of committee. Uh, they may do a work session rather than a public hearing. Oftentimes, they do public hearings and then the work session. And uh, amendments can be offered up at that moment. Uh, and or if it passes out of the Senate, it'll go to the House and you'll have an opportunity over at the House. Tim, thanks for that. Jim, hang on. I'm going to get to you in a second. Lee writes an email. It's Freedom Friday, by the way. What do you want to talk about politically? 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk lane. Lee writes this. Electric push. He says, I ask you to ask those who are professing to speak for the environment, protect it by stop burning fossil fuels who believe passionately that everything should go electric on an old, nearly maxed out electrical distribution system. Here's the question he thinks we should ask. 
Will mining for the ingredients to make the batteries be less intrusive to the earth? Will creating solar farms increase or decrease the cost of food as thousands of acres will no longer be used for food production? Why are the solar farms not planned to be built in the desert? Interesting question that one would think an environmentalist would be able to speak on. Yeah, they are interesting questions. Uh, Want to remind you, by the way, Power Honda is one of our show sponsors. They're part of the Power Auto Group that sponsors the talk line that we're going to talk to Jim with in a moment. But they're down in Albany, and they have a great selection of not only new vehicles, but pre-owned vehicles. And you can see that if you go to their website, mypowerhonda.com. If you're looking for a vehicle, why don't you give them a shot? Check out what they've got online, mypowerhonda.com. Let's go to Jim. Jim, good morning. It's on your mind on Freedom Friday. Yeah, I want to talk about the mental illness issue. Yes. Uh, I've had a little experience with it. My son's had it since he was 19, mm. about 20 years. But I watched the system change now. They basically have no more mental health in Oregon. Or I like to say they cured it. They, you know, in Albany, I mean, Corvallis, they built uh, 50 beds about, no, oh, I don't know, 10 to 15 years and then they canceled them here about four years ago because they were doing so good with mental health. And what they do, they force you into the uh, correction system. They either kill you or incarcerate you the rest of your life. And if by the grace of God, you get through that. Then, you know, that's the only hope you got. Because used to be they had a mental health system. They would, at a certain time, you know, you could go in front of a judge and they would put you in the, uh, and he would take your custody. But now, when I went to go get a restraining order on my son about five years ago or four years ago, not that long ago, they said, our governor said that it's too expensive. This is what the judge actually told me. It's too expensive, so it costs 1500 bucks a day to be in a mental health facility, so we're going to put you in the corrections facility, which causes standoff, getting killed, increase in crime, uh, terrorizing families, but it don't matter because it's cheaper to go into the mental, to go into the corrections things where they either kill you or incarcerate you the rest of your life. So you're saying that's cheaper than putting you in one of the hospital systems, the regular hospital systems that all of them just filed suit um, yesterday in U.S. District Court in Oregon to stop the early release. Um, you're saying it's it's more expensive to put him in the hospitals, but you get results there rather than putting them in a cheaper state system, the state mental hospital, where they're not getting the care. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is they won't let you in any mental health system. They won't give you a bed. They did away with them. They force you into the correction system, which kills you because you have to be a policeman has to come get you. And usually there's a standoff or he kills you and they and they continue to like, uh, harass families or whatever it causes trouble and then they either kill you when they take you in or they put you in there forever they won't let you out they they we basically have no mental health system in oregon right now yeah it's a mess there's no question about it jim I, how is your son now by the way i'm just curious by the grace of god he's doing all right he, he's in uh he had to go through the the correction system and that's horrendous especially you know and uh he's in a halfway or, uh he's in a mission and he's doing all right, thank God, a lot of prayer. 
That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks, Jim. Be blessed today. I appreciate you sharing that with us. I told you I'd tell you a story about my friend who is a male nurse at one of the state hospitals. And, and, and I'll just share this with you. It's interesting. First of all, he enjoys his work because he really tries to make these inmates' lives better. And he does that a number of ways. And, uh, and uh, what's interesting is what he told, he told me a particular story about one particular inmate who is basically so crazy that they have to have an entire wing to this guy by himself. They can't have any other of the inmates around him. And that creates those kinds of things, the overcrowding problems. And this nurse complains about these people don't get the help they need. That's sad. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220. It is the last segment for this week. And it's also Freedom Friday, which means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. Colin writes an email asking about, please update us on Measure 114. I can't because I don't know anything more than anyone else at this point. The last thing that happened on Measure 114 was the state of Oregon, Attorney General went to the petition, the Oregon Supreme Court to nullify or overturn the Harney County judges hold on basically the entire measure for the moment. Okay. We, in, in fact, I asked this of John McDonald yesterday, who was at the war room which you can join us every Thursday if you want to learn how to be effective at talking to the legislature or writing a good email or a letter to a legislator on an issue or going and testifying at a hearing like Tim tried to do yesterday. If you want to learn how to do that, come to the war room. We teach you that those things. It's that simple. We give you the confidence to go in there or the confidence to write a letter or an email that actually makes a difference. It's what we train you to do in the war room. It's every Thursday from 8 to 3 in the Bay Room, the Ike Box, which is this wonderful big old coffee house. It's right at the end of the Capitol Mall on Cottage Street. So John McDonald asked that question yesterday, and, and, and I don't know the answer because I haven't heard anything. It's been silent. 
I checked Oregon Firearms Federation website early this morning. Nothing there. So there, there is no news about it. That's the problem. So currently, as it stands, as we know today, this moment, it is still on hold by the Harney County judge. The federal lawsuits are still going forward. There are four of them, and I understand there may be a fifth one. Maybe a fifth one based on the story we talked about a couple of days ago, which you can find on the podcast page on kslm.news for this radio show. Go to kslm.news, click on local podcast, click on political coffee, and go back a couple of days ago and click on those shows, and each show has the main topics. And you can find the Tennessee federal court ruling, which struck down their concealed carry limitation that said you had to be 21 years of age to get a concealed carry permit and to, by extension, carry a gun, which means by extension, probably buy a gun. They said that they, this group, Firearms Responsibility Coalition, I think is what it was. Anyway, they said at the end of that article, and it was an Epoch Times article, I believe, that they were going to file a lawsuit in Oregon. That would be a federal lawsuit. Now, Oregon's had a law in the books for many years. I think since the late 60s. that said you had to be 21 years of age to buy a handgun. That's not been overturned. And the question I asked you that day was, do you think it ought to be overturned? Think somebody ought to sue? Well, we'll see if this group, uh, the Firearms Responsibility Coalition, actually does that. But so far, all of the federal lawsuits are still moving forward. Now, that takes a little more time. But the state lawsuit is the one that has put Measure 114 on hold. Now, unfortunately, what I'm hearing from people who have applied to buy guns is that the state police is not working through the backlog of something like 40,000 applications, even though. The Harney County judge has put this entire thing on hold. Now, if some of you know different from that, maybe you're a state employee and you want to remain anonymous, go ahead, shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news, or you can even call here, 503-589-1220. If you know different than that, that the state police is processing, let me know. Because I want to give accurate information out there. I think it's very important. So currently, it's still on hold. That's all we know. The Supreme Court of Oregon has not responded that we know of to the state's request for the Supreme Court of Oregon to overturn the Harney County judge. Now, the fact they haven't done that in over a week tells us something. And it, I think it's good for our side. Supreme Court is trying to get this figured out, and I think they are trying. I think they're just saying to themselves, you know what? We're likely to lose this thing, and we don't want to look stupid. I think that's a good thing. It's good for our site. It's also good for you that if you're thinking about doing some remodeling in your home, especially your bathroom or your kitchen, you should call Eric Azer at Righteous Renovations. His website shows you why, RighteousRenovations.com. Because on that website, you'll see many of these great before and after pictures 
of some of the projects he's done. Even more importantly, you'll read the customer testimonials because he focuses on quality. So if you're thinking about doing that, you don't know who to talk to, check out Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Friends, this, um, this issue of turning these people who have been civilly committed loose, turning them loose because there's overcrowding in the state hospital system is a little bit of a red herring because the story I told you about my friend who is a nurse there who complains to me that they don't get the care they need. That's why I asked Jim that question. They don't get the care they need. And that story about one very dangerous patient contributes to the problem because he can't be around other prisoners, other Patients, rather. They're not prisoners, even though they are. They're not. Because many of these people are awaiting trial. That was Judge Mossman, the federal judge. That was his ruling. Now, this affects us in Marion County. Colm Willis, who's one of our Marion County commissioners, complained about that. We talked about that earlier this week. There's probably over 130 people that are going to be released into Marion County that are in the state hospital for a reason, folks. They're not going to the hospital system like these hospital systems, the story today in Willamette Week, they're filing suit to say it's the state's responsibility to house these people, to take care of them. And that OHA is abandoning the care for these individuals. That's what this lawsuit is about. So we're going to see. Thanks, friend. Join us Monday night at the Political Coffee Class, 6 o'clock, indoors at the Honky Tonk. Mark Thielman's going to be there to talk about the latest on his election lawsuits. Keep believing in this great state, this great country. Keep praying for it. Being willing to come and stand and fight. Not going to run. We're not going to give up. Have a great weekend. See you Monday. Yeah!